daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making the Locked On Rays podcast your first listen every day. And remember, the Locked On Rays podcast is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Ulysses, I think uh, fair to say this is going to be a special, special episode as we are joined by very dedicated Locked On Rays listener, Jesus Cologne, who let, you know what? Jesus needs a standing ovation. Let's do it. I like it. Jesus, you were right. The Rays would win at least 97 games. Can you give me some lottery numbers? Some some Powerball tips, something. Help me out here because you were right on the money, sir. Well, Kevin, I wish I could, but honestly, uh, I just had faith in the team, you know, because uh, it's been such a consistent um, a consistent success with the Rays organization that honestly, like, uh, why not believe in our team? You know, believe in our in our coaching staff. You know, believe in our front office, and just you know, just trust the process. It's a long season, so anything can happen. Now, when you say just trust, there must be something behind that trust. So is it just years of success like 2019 and 2020 or was it uh, different facets of of the organization? Is it the front office? Is it just the coaches? Is it the players? What drives you behind that trust in early March when we had that discussion or April and you said they're going to win at least 97? What was behind that trust? Well, to me, behind the trust, the most important thing was the continuity in the team and um, more like the the proven success already. You know, the Rays, they're an unorthodox team when it comes to, you know, the major leagues. Like not a lot of people do it like the Rays do. And um, it's been proven to be successful. You know, um, I was listening to uh, some of the uh, the audio clips from the players now since we got the, the AL, um, the AL uh, banner. And, um, you know, they were very confident in, in their in their chemistry together. You know, like uh, I remember, I think it was uh, Big Z, Mike Zanino. He was talking about how it's not about the money, you know, because you know how the reporters be trying to slip in those little questions to try to buy the clubhouse. Oh, you know, what about the salaries, you know, low payroll, this and that. And he's like, it's not about the money. It's about us playing as a team. So I think that, uh, you know, it's that level of continuity and that continued success and understanding that the raise way it works like it's time to stop speculating because the raise way it works. You know, it worked last year and it worked this year for sure. I, I look at the raise as like the the spurs of the MLB, you know, for those who are <laughs> NBA fans, they understand the spurs for some reason. They might have trash players. The Rays don't, of course, but the spurs, <laughs> they might have trash players and they'll still make it to the playoffs. I don't know how they do it, but it's and, like a level of consistency in the franchise. I, 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 I got to know this, you know, my, my basketball knowledge is usually more international than NBA, but who is the Manu Ginobili uh, 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 of the race then? I mean, do, do, you, do, you have a, do you have a comp for that? Yes, uh, I would say for Manu Ginobili, I would say Manu Ginobili was always the consistent one. You know, he okay. came off the bench, he accepted his role, right? There was times where he would start, but typically, especially during the end of his career, he was um, he was coming off the bench as like the sixth man role, right? Coming yeah. straight off the bench in the first time out, whatever it may be. And I think that that Manu Ginobili role, like a guy who's willing to do whatever for the team, I think that's Joey Wendell. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Joey Wendell is that type of guy. You know, he's a serviceable player. Um, you can't say anything negative about the guy, honestly. Right. And he does so many things for us that honestly, he is probably one of those very valuable pieces that I'd rather keep over some other big names in terms of contract negotiations. It's a great comp. Yeah. That's is a great uh, comp on is Joey Wendell balding? That's what I would ask as well. No, he's got a great head of hair right there. Okay. I mean, that's smooth. <laughs> he's got a good mop. I, I yeah. guess that would be my comp for Manu Ginobili is whoever is on the team that is presently balding. Maybe it's yeah. Kevin Cash or somebody like that. I think that. it's Bam Bam. I, I, I saw oh, Bam Bam. That's a good one. That's yeah, a really good one. I saw a little one. bit of a hesitation on his head the other day, so I don't know. We'll see. 
You know what? And I th- I th- I'm looking at a picture of Manu right now, and maybe similar facial structure yeah, as no, that's Brandon good. Lau. Brandon's yeah. a little bit more pale than Manu Ginobili, but I get the point there. Uh, Jesus, you, you predicted the 97 wins. That has come to fruition. How far can this team go? Are they going to get to 100 regular season wins? Are they going to advance through the American League and make it to the World Series? Are they going to win the World Series? Where do you stand on all of this as we stand on a Tuesday evening? Well, to me, like, I've always been a man of faith, right? And so that applies to my teams as well, right? I'm a big Rays fan. That's why I'm here, right? As, as long, mm-hmm. Along with you guys. And to start off with the regular season, I honestly believe that on the track that we're on, you know, we have, what, six games left, right? Correct? Six yeah. Games yeah. Left? With those six games left, I think we could win four. You know, we could win five. Who knows? We might even go all the way and win six. So, you know, that's another prop bet for you guys. You know, I'm a man of faith, so I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with five and one for the last six games. I'm going to have to go with it. That's a prop bet. Okay. Ulysses, what do you think about that? Five and one might be a little bit too much. I I can believe a four and two. Four and two, I, I, I can I can get uh, behind that. Maybe a two uh, series wins, but I mean, uh, who? Okay, if it's five to one, let me let me turn it back to you, Jesus. Um, who gets this the sweep? Do they sweep Houston or the or do they sweep the Yankees and uh, take them out possibly from the playoffs? I think. Are we gonna be Are we gonna be at Yankee Stadium for that last uh, that last yes. the Yankees? Okay. Correct. I have a feeling that I think that the the Rays respect in the postseason, I have a feeling they respect the Yankees more than they do the Astros. So I believe that they're going to go all out to try to sweep the Yanks. But honestly, who knows? They might lose two out of three because the Yankees are hungry. And yeah. it's, it's either they either make it or they don't. You know, I have, I have a friend that he's a Yankees fan. And, you know, I respect him because he's my friend, you know, but I'm not a big Yankees fan. You know, I don't really relate with them. I just can't do it because, you know, it's all about the race for me. Right. Right. But um, honestly, you know, I feel bad for him. He's like, you know, I'm not even watching the games. I'm just letting my family tell them if they tell me if, if they won or they lost. Ooh. So honestly, I think the morale for the Yankees are they, they might not even they might not even make it. Like, honestly, who knows? Yeah. You know, six games, anything can happen. So yes. I would say. I think I think the Rays are going to come out serious. I like their attitude. You know, remember when we clinched a couple of days ago? Yeah. They weren't really celebrating like that. They went, they mm-hmm. gave their high fives. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, they went into the clubhouse. Yeah, they drink a beer or two. They were they were happy. But but you know, we've been here before. When was the last time the Yankees made it to to the ALCS? When was the last time the Yankees made it to the World Series? Right? It's been a couple of years. Yeah. So I believe that the Rays are more focused on the greater task. You see, when I, I think the Rays are looking at the Yankees, and honestly, yes, they respect them, but I think that the Yankees, in the Rays' eyes, to our clubhouse, I think they're more of a pushover team. I think there's more respect for the Astros because there's a higher chance that we'll face them in the ALCS. Well, you know, they did face them earlier in the season, and Houston not had their way with them, but uh, they gave us a clunker uh, against Fleming. So it's a tough team. It's a tough lineup, uh, Houston is. And, of course, Minute Maid Park is kind of a sandlot, so, uh, or sandbox, rather. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of runs can happen quickly in Houston. Certainly. And following up on that, Jesus, and looking at, again, still a lot can happen in the next week or so, but – we know that the Rays are guaranteed to be in the ALDS. That is happening. Who their opponent is going to be is a much different question. As of right now, the way I see it is there's, what, five possibilities? There is the Yankees. There is Boston. There is Toronto. There is Seattle. And there is Oakland. Do you, Jesus, have, is there a team that you would want the Rays to face most in the ALDS. Ulysses has put his cards out on the table that he wants all of Toronto. He wants all of Canada. He wants all of the Blue Jays. He wants he wants to fight Ryan Barucki right now <laughs> in that hothead, whatever the pitching coach's name is, Pete Walker, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, you know, uh, I want I want to hear your take. Uh, I, I think uh, you know maybe Jesus has a little bit of a, a different opinion there. Well, honestly. If we really want to look at it and be like, who would be better to face? Of course, maybe the Mariners or the A's mm-hmm. because, you know, they are – they're not as great as these other top teams. But but I'm going to have to go with Ulysses. I'm going to have to go with the Blue Jays. The reason why is because 
Listen, I don't know if you guys are going to remember this, but on Spotify Green Room, right, earlier this year, I remember I told you guys the, the, that the Blue Jays weren't going to be that good. I said it. I don't know if you guys remember, but I remember I said it. I said they're not going to be that good. They don't have the experience. They're not ready yet. Okay. I mean, look at the Padres. They have a bunch of, you know, that's another story. But anyways, yeah. I don't think that the Blue Jays are ready, you know? So I think that the Blue Jays, yes, they're dangerous, but I think the Rays have figured them out in a way where I think that I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll choke that series. Honestly. Yeah. That's, that's very, that's how I see it as well. I, I don't think, yes, they're very a powerful lineup and, and the pitching is, is it can be as good as any, but I feel like the Rays just have a big brother feel to the Blue Jays. Like that's cute. That's great. You guys know how to win, but not as much as us. But 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 we're better. We're we're just built differently, and we can and we know all of your flaws, and and we can still be, beat your your Cy Young guy by having a guy who's making his MLB debut. You know, it's yeah. it's it's just a, a different team. And we have the data card. There's a data card gate. Whoa, that's a good. We one. have the trade secrets. Yes, we do. That means the Rays can go <laughs> in and sweep the Blue Jays if it comes down to that. In the ALDS, not to mention the home field advantage, but I'm sure somebody had an iPad or an iPhone in the dugout, was able to snap a little picture of that and, and of see what, uh, see how much that changed the complexion of things. Hey, we, we went ahead and brought it up. So I, I do kind of want to, we like to, on this podcast, we, we like to hear ourselves talk, obviously, but obviously, we like love to, to hear you guys talk. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> that. I am cutting that clip out and isolating that and sending that to our bosses because yes. they might disagree sometimes, but we like to put something on the table and get perspective from listeners, fans, whoever it may be. So Jesus, this was something that made national headlines, international headlines, I guess you could say as well. It was, you know, the, the one time that ESPN and Fox sports and MLB.com and all these outlets are talking about the race. It's because of the freaking picking up a card at home plate and not about what the Rays have been able to do a miraculous season. But nevertheless, uh, the whole KK data card gate thing. What's, what's your two cents on the whole, on the whole matter, cheating gamesmanship, a little in between, where do you stand? I, I don't think it's a big deal. It's definitely not cheating. I mean, if you can have the card out in the game, right. And you can physically drop it, then why would it be allowed? Right. Like if you could literally drop it and someone, anybody can pick it up, why would the MLB allow it, allow it if it was cheating? So to me, it's not really a big deal. Um, I think the Blue Jays, they're just salty that they might not even make it, honestly. Like, you know, I'm just thinking like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, KK, he's the type of guy who likes to who likes to be a little bit like, you know, like tedious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if it was Joey Wendell, Joey Wendell probably would give it to the umpire. That's all I'm going to say. Because Joey Wendell's, you know, he, he seems like a really nice guy. But yeah. KK's a little, you know, a little stubborn you know he likes to he likes to cause a little bit of a, a ruckus you know so i don't know that's a good point that's and good point. let's be honest kk over the years he could use some help in the batting department well in the hitting department well with that average and that ops well, hey, don't say it this year after the all-star break he's been, been doing pretty fine but yeah because yeah. he's stealing data cards every series that must be it he's <laughs> finding his spots we, picking his spots we found there. the loophole we found the loophole i will give kk some huge credit on saturday where he riled up the fans oh. in the outfield he was raising we know we make fun of kk and some of his hijinks and he's kind of jock weird he's kind of odd in some ways but the fact that we knew that the rays were on pace to win they just had a couple more outs to make and he did the whole hey he stand up even though fairbanks crowd. almost blew it but yeah i know that's another <laughs> yeah question. but yeah kk big big ups for being the face of the franchise being the longest tenure ray and then getting the damn outfield everybody was hyped up when they saw kk do that and he knew that he has that power yeah and good for him for utilizing it that way and then we almost had to stand for the next 25 minutes because pete fairbanks <laughs> almost made a whole mess oh, fairbanks no. was fairbanks. well there was a situation there was like should we sit down because this might not be 
totally completely in the bag here. There could be an issue. Uh, On that note, uh, we will continue our conversation with Jesus. Much more to get into and dive into. But first, we want to tell you about an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. Listeners can make up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code BASEBALL and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Again, just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code BASEBALL to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Uh, Ulysses, one thing that among some other topics we want to get to with uh, Jesus, who again, I, I, I think this might have to be a thing is every year Jesus predicts the win total. And if he yes. overshoots it, then we might have to have him on the show. That's right. That might be a thing. You know what? I think what Jesus did is such a cool thing. I think Quinlan Deegan mm-hmm. has an outstanding uh, prop bet. I think maybe Zach Dab and, and somebody else. Uh, you know, look, we have this platform. You guys want to interact with us? Interact. You put yourself out there. Let's let's hear your take, and then you get yourself on the show. And that's exactly what Jesus did. So you know that 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 takes some guts. So so I want to I want to thank you, Jesus, yeah. for, for doing that's that. That's why I'm that what that's why I'm always dropping prop bets because I, I need to get on the show somehow. You know, I love to talk. I'm Puerto Rican. You know how it is. So I love to talk. But when it comes to baseball and it comes to Rays, I love to talk a little bit more. I know you guys love to talk. So hey, how about three of us that love to talk? I think it'd be great, right? We all love the Rays. So. Exactly. There we go. My uh, one of my good friends' wife is Puerto Rican, and I just sit back and enjoy the show there it is i I, i'm about to just turn the recorder on and just let it ride and then post that as an episode someday but uh continuing jesus there's been so many great things from this season and wanted to get your take on a couple of them first off um who's been the your your most favorite player from this year from 2021 so far i think for me my favorite player, and you know, we talked a little bit about about him earlier, but it has to be Joey Wendell. Mm-hmm. And and I know it's a, I mean, it's kind of an unorthodox thing to say. You know, everybody's gonna say probably Brandon Lau because he got you know thirty four, thirty five dingers. But in my opinion, Joey Wendell has been such a it's it's such a pleasure to watch him play. You know, for those who appreciate the game and aren't just there for the home runs and the strikeouts, I believe that Joey Wendell has been one of those very very fun and interesting players to watch because he's consistent. He plays all over the field. His defense is, it can get, it can be flashy. It's always consistent. And I, I like to see him run, man. Like every mm-hmm. time he hits the ball, even if it's a blooper, that man's going full force. Like, like, like if, if his, if his hot pockets are ready, you know what I'm saying? He running. He's ready to go get them. And I love it. I love the hustle. You know, nowadays you see these players, they got a lot of ego and you know, they'll hit the ball and, they don't know if it's a single or not, and they'll just jog. You know what I'm saying? They're just casual. They got they got their money. You know what I mean? But Joey Wendell, he, he's out there and he's ready to play every single day. And he's so serviceable. He's such a he's such a clutch player. Like, imagine, I remember I asked you guys this. I don't know if you guys remember, but I said, if the Rays with their current pitching staff, right? If they had nine Joey Windows on the field, right? In terms of like, you know, like second base, all that stuff. Right. Nine Joey Windows. If you had that level of production from one to nine, could the Rays go all the way? And honestly, it's so consistent that they might be able to just with singers and blue, just with singles and hustle. Honestly, I'll tell you this. They would have nine all stars. They would have nine all stars <laughs> yeah, exactly. in that lineup. I, I, I could not agree more with what you're saying. Jesus. I mean, it, it is a, jo- a joy to watch somebody in 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 a professional sports setting, yes. just giving it 180%, 100% of the time. Never hot dogs it. Never, Never. hot dogs it. Not I mean, once. No, it's, it's, a, it's remarkable that you can you will never be able to find a clip of Joey Wendell just jogging, just yeah. walking off. You know when he walks off? When he hit a pop-up and, 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 and it's been caught – Right. It's been caught, and he's walking back to the dugout. And even then, I have legitimately seen him 
jog faster yes. to the dugout because like he's disappointed in himself. It's really it's a remarkable thing to watch this guy just go all out every time. It's 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 lovely to see. Yeah. And I don't have any problem with jewelry. Heck, I've got a couple chains on myself, but I think the only jewelry that Joey Wendell has is his wedding ring. Oh, you won't even wear that anymore. No. Like, that's the guy we're talking about here. And we saw it on Saturday, the versatility of not just the ability to play third, second, and short, but playing a really, really good short. Some yes. of the diving play oh my. fundamentally yes. sound and, is Joey Wendell. And, and you know, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back here, but go ahead. I'll pat you over there. There we go. Thank good you. job. Yeah. Um, but on Saturday – uh, mm-hmm. He had an opportunity to drive in runs, and I just knew he would. I was like, that's a left field double yep. on the line. That's going to happen. Yeah. Kevin was there 10 seconds later. That's exactly what – I mean, you can just see that this guy just concentrates in, in a different way when he has yes. the opportunity to be clutch. Yes. Another guy that you have seen do that this season would be Austin Meadows. Right. Yeah, certainly. And – uh, Jesus, you brought up the question of Joey Wendell and Ulysses. We were at the game sitting next to a couple of, I guess, strangers that yeah. eventually we warm up to, like we tend to do during a baseball game. And we were kind of making a joke, like when G-Man Choi came up to bat, it was enjoy the G-Man at bats because he's not going to be a Ray next year. Right. And we did that down the line. I think Joey Wendell was brought up and that's a question. Is he going to be on the team next year? I think he... I don't know what more else he could do to prove that he is deserving of that second year of arbitration or would right. it be third year of arbitration. Now I'm losing count, whatever it is. I mean, he's one of the more higher paid and it's not even super high paid compared to the rest of baseball. But I ask you, Jesus, do you think he'll be back in a raised uniform next year? Because we do know about the impending, uh, the, the guys like Taylor Walls maybe needing an opportunity, but Al Bruhan, Josh Lowe, there's so many guys that are going to be needing a spot. But Joey Wendell's a four war player right now, yep. and he's an all star. Yes, and yes, for the is. value, it's very good value as of right now. And he's not—I don't think he's heading to free agency after this the 2023 season. He will be a free agent. Okay, so he's got ARB two, ARB three, free agent. So it'd be an ARB two player for next year for this upcoming off season. What do you think, Jesus? Well, I think it's tough to tell right now because I have this feeling, right? And I had a feeling about 97. So, you know, maybe this (laughs) feeling is, it might be accurate. But I have a feeling that if we go all the way and we win the World Series, I think Eric Neander is going to spend money. I think you're going to see instead of a 60, $55 million a year payroll, it could bump up to 70. And, you know, if we're, if, we're, if we're calling it very, very, very bold here, $75 million, right? <laughs> I, I have a feeling something can happen. And I think that they might want to run it back. But that's if that happens, right? So, like I said, it's very difficult to say right now. I would love to see him back. But us knowing, right, as Rays fans, how the thing works, like I said, Taylor Wall, or like you guys said, Taylor Walls, uh, Videl Bruhan, there's just too many options that are mm-hmm. cheaper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I was talking to my buddy, the Yankees fan. I was telling him, you know, we traded, you know, we we um, I'm sorry, Mike Zanino. We um, you know, we re- we re uh, we redid his contract to pay him a little bit less. Like that's yeah. just the way we do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So honestly, you know, we might just take the Taylor Walls because the Taylor Walls or the Videl Bruhan experience, um, just to not have to pay a Joey Wendell. You yeah. know, because it's, you know, I, I don't know. It's, and and Yandy Diaz is making a case to stick around. It's going to be right. a, you got to keep at least one or two of those veterans, I would think, which brings me to my next question. I actually, I'm not sure if I know the answer from you two on this, but if it came down to it, keeping KK or Joey Wendell for 2022, who would you pick? Hey, Suze, you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. That is so easy. I would okay. definitely pick Joey Wendell. All right. I would definitely pick Joey Wendell. The reason why is because there's just something about KK that I don't really like. There's like an <laughs> attitude thing. I don't know. You and the I rest of like, us. Yeah. He's for the team, but I think he has his own merits as well. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it could be a pop-up and he's still going to jump as high as he can and, you know, go Jordan yeah. style, try to catch the ball. <laughs> or he'll run over Randy Rosarena to make a play. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, you know, he'll run a mile and tell Randy to wait. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He'll do something, but. 
I think I would prefer Joey because I think Joey might be cheaper, number one. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know yes. how it is with the race. He might yeah. be cheaper. And I think that, you know, we have uh, th- this guy, Josh Lowe, right? Josh Lowe's yeah. coming up. Yes. Doesn't he play center field? Yeah. You know, uh, or he can play center field, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Manny Margot can play center field, you know? So we have, we uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, players that can do different things. And I think that it's better to keep a guy like Joey Wendell than to keep a guy, a, a guy like KK. Just as simple as the, the card gate thing. Just as simple as that. I mean, would Joey Wendell really do... You know, would would he do would he do a lot with the card, or would he just give it to the ump? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That, that's just my opinion. But I think that because it's cheaper, and because it might be a little bit beneficial in terms of, uh, I see Joey Window more as a teacher than KK. I think KK is more about, you know, what he can do. But hey, just mm-hmm. watch me do it. I think Joey is willing to, you know, put on his gloves if you know what I'm saying, because he doesn't wear them. <laughs> He's more of a team player. I would to, say, yeah, yes. to help out, you know, Taylor Walls, Videl Brujan, all these guys. And I think that, I think Joey Wendell, you know, in terms of the money and what he might provide in the clubhouse, it might be a little bit better. And honestly, when you think about it, is KK really the face of the franchise anymore? I mean, I barely Good think point. about KK. I'm like, oh, KK's in the lineup. I forgot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And honestly, yeah. I look at uh, all these rookies, you know, you got Randy. Randy can be the face. You know, right now, the face is Brett Phillips. Baseball yeah. is fun. You he can play center too. So, he's got a damn uh, clothing line right now. He's got a clothing line that people are buying. Dude. He is yeah. signing autographs 15, 20 minutes. Be- he's sort of every home game. It's amazing. We all love him. Like, how yeah. can you not love a Tampa guy just loving playing for Tampa Bay? Okay, I guess yeah. that makes the question moot. Unless you have a different take on this, Ulysses. No, I think we should. Uh, you know, move on to bigger and better questions. Okay, sounds good. Uh, before we do that, we got a couple more libraries we got to get through if I can find them up here. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think I might have lost one. Ulysses, what do we have? Well, I'll, I'll, you know, I, I don't know about you, but uh, I, I kind of want to just say something about the KK uh, real quick. Yeah. You, um, you mentioned the team first mentality. You know, it's not like we're making just um, pure, you know, fiction here uh in that press conference after that randy rosarena debacle uh he did say uh i'm not here to make blank and then he like stopped himself Mm -hmm. we all know what the next word was we all know what the next word we've all you know i'm not here to make what pasta (laughs) i'm not here to make what creme brulee data card game no you we all know that the next word was with an f but I'll leave it like that. Hey, Ulysses, you are a friend. You are a friend because you gave me just enough time to search this library. It's been a long day, folks. Here we go. Uh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, Bet Online. It is your number one spot for all the pro, uh, all the pro in college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contest. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100, NFL, the numerals 100. Bet online. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. I've got some trivia for you, Jesus. Um, do you like saving time? Of course. Who doesn't? Do you like saving money? Oh, I'm all about saving money. Ask my wife. Oh, man. Well, what about if you could do both at the same time? Do you know where you could do that? I think I do. Isn't that a rock auto? That is right. You got to go to I, rock Hang on. And no, I'm going to give uh, Jesus a little second, <laughs> secondary screen innovation. He just hit for the cycle there, folks. That's the daily listener. Yes, you can save time and money using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Jesus knows that doesn't make sense, and you know that too. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. 
You have to explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that Kevin Wise, uh, Ulysses Sombrano, myself, and Jesus Colon sent you. Why not? Because they've got an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts, your car, will ever need rockauto.com. Very good. Uh, Jesus, moving along here. First off, we know you're a Magic fan, but I need to know about your fandom of some other teams. Well, we know you're a Rays fan too, but who are you rooting for in college basketball, NFL? I don't know if you're an NHL fan or not, but just give us the, the lowdown and the rundown of your sports fandom here. Yeah, well, like for me, um, I'm not really big into college. I just never mm -hmm. got into it. I think it's because so many players rotate in and out that I don't really vibe with it. It's just hard to keep up. You really have to be dedicated, you know, yeah. just like, you know, all of our dedicated listeners out there to Lockdown Race Podcast are the same. You know, you have to be dedicated to that. And I, I can't, um, I don't know, I just can't vibe with it. But um, for NHL, I love the Lightning. Okay. Um, I used to listen to them on the radio. That's how I became a fan. When I was a kid, I didn't really have TV. So I, I always had a radio. I remember I asked my mom for a radio for, uh, for Christmas so that I could listen to the Magic Games. And when That's there was awesome. no Magic Games, there was, uh, there was uh, Lightning Games. So I used yeah. to love hearing, hearing – uh, I don't know his name because I don't watch it as much. Uh, but I used to love hearing uh, the announcer say, you know, that we scored. He'd be like, score! And he'd go Dave Michigan, yeah. Yes. So I, you know, I used to love hearing that. It used to pump me up. And so uh, for NHL, I would say the Lightning. Um, and I follow, you know, not not super dedicated, but I follow, you know, once in a while. I'm more of a casual fan when it comes to hockey. Uh, baseball, the Rays, of course. Basketball, the Magic. When it comes to the NFL, um, I would say that, I am a new NFL fan, right? I'm mm. still learning my ways through. I know a few players. I know a little bit about the rules and all this stuff. But um, I've decided to become a Dolphins fan. The reason why is because I despise bandwagons and I do not want to be one, <laughs> right? That's the first thing. Number two, I am a Florida guy. I love my Florida teams, but, you know, the Bucks just won the World Series. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, not the World Series, the, uh, the you know, the Super Bowl. So I'm not mm -hmm. really trying to hop on that bandwagon. I've never really liked the Patriots, so the Tom Brady connection isn't for me. Um, right. You know, I, I just can't. You know, it'd be great because, you know, I love the Lightning and I love the, the Rays, but I, I'm more of a Dolphins fan because, you know, I, 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 I don't want to be I don't want to be a bandwagon. You know? you know what? I have such respect for that. Yeah. Like, because the bandwagon thing is so um, kind of unnerving. Mm -hmm. uh, but can you be a bandwagon fan if you're trying to get into the sport and you're supporting your home team town? Are, are, would that would you still be called a bandwagon, Kevin? I think maybe if you jumped on just now after Tom Brady arrives and they win a Super Bowl, it's it would be much. a little bandwagon. So if I become a Bucks fan, even though I really don't care about football, I would be called a bandwagon fan? In a way. Damn. We'll take you on. I disagree. Okay. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, because I think it'd be too early to tell. Because here's the thing. You know, there's a lot of new fans that come to teams when they're winning, right? But the question is, what happens when the team is losing? Are you still there? That's when you're considered a bandwagon, in my ah. opinion. You know, okay. there's a lot of Magic fans out there, supposedly. But that's when we had Dwight. That's back when we had Shaq. We had Penny. Now they don't even know who we just picked up in the draft. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're just casual fans. You know, so those are more bandwagon type fans. But you know, if, if you take the time to learn your team and you remain consistent in your fanhood, I think that, you know, that that pending bandwagon title is removed, you know, from you. Well, Ulysses, you've had 18 years to watch the Buccaneers and you haven't <laughs> now started. Now you're finally getting I was there for the Shiano years and Raheem Morris. I remember uh, Mar Martin Gramatica, you know, I remember him. OK, kicker, baby. Very good. That, that's the extent of it. You know the kicker. That's what no, you. That's uh, what you got from that team. I'll start. Right. Okay. Okay. Do the A train. Sap? How about that? Sap. All right. You're getting there. Thank you very, very much. I look. Let me first off. I'm not letting you out off the hook on this one, but giving credit to Jesus for picking the Dolphins because that is absolutely not jumping on any bandwagon that's whatsoever. True. If anything, the bandwagon probably fell off and broke and. <laughs> The, the the whole truck had to be repaired because you messed up his hip. 
Yeah, you're, you're looking at a lot of, you know, seven and nine, six and ten garbage with the Dolphins. I mean, yes, let's yeah. so I, I, I that's respect. That's yeah, that respect. is respect to, to yeah. ride through it with that. But oh, and, all, and also for uh, kind of not being because most people nowadays it's NFL or bust. But yeah. Jesus is into hockey's. I love NBA. it. He's into baseball, believe yeah. it or not. Look that's at right. that. Great that's stuff awesome. from Jesus there. Um one one thing before I've got a little trivia question for the both of you and Ooh. see if Jesus can get to it. But um, Jesus, I'm sure listening on the show and hearing about uh, some of the reports out there regarding uh, the latest with the Montreal Split City plan that during the course of the playoffs, the Rays will put a little banner advertisement down uh, foul territory to, I guess, maximize the exposure and get fans riled up in one way or the other about that. Uh, what is your take on all of this? Um, that's definitely more of like a, a business type thing, just like mm-hmm. you guys were talking about, uh, you know, uh, earlier this week, um, you know, we're recording the day before. So, but, um, you know, I think it's a business thing. I think it's more them trying to fake it until they don't make it because I don't think that it's going to happen. I'm on I'm on the Ulysses bandwagon here. It's the only bandwagon I'm on. I'm on the, <laughs> you know, this is all for show. This is all to to try to get, you know, the the counties to to come to an agreement, Tampa, St. Petersburg, all this stuff. So honestly, I don't see it going anywhere. I mean, it's stupid. It doesn't make it who's gonna want to play for the Rays? Like, how are you gonna make money if we're gonna have a trash team because nobody wants to play here? You know what I'm saying? Who's gonna yeah. want to play for Montreal and Tampa Bay? That's so weird. It's so awkward. Like uh you, you're not gonna be able to buy a house. You'll never sign a long-term contract. How are you going to have, you know, I don't know if I would, like, honestly, I'm a very big Rays fan. I love the Rays. I I will, I will, I will, I will always support the Rays, but I find it so difficult to support them if they're not in Tampa. It just doesn't feel right. Even if they move to Orlando, it wouldn't feel right. It would feel strange. It would feel awkward. It's like, Remember when the Sonics moved to Oklahoma City in terms of NBA? I know Ulysses, you're still out here trying to learn your stuff. But, you know, they moved from Seattle to Oklahoma yeah. City. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same thing. Like, no. it's not. Like, you know, and I can't – like, I, I love the Rays. I mean, my birthday was a couple of days ago. My wife threw me a Rays party. I had a cake that said cologne on it, 22 and everything. The cake, the whole nine yards. It was great. It was awesome. It was It was absolutely wonderful. But – like, come on, Montreal slash Tampa Bay Rays. I don't want a birthday party like that. <laughs> so great. come 2028, the Rays are playing where, Jesus? I think they're still going to be on the trop. I still, I think they're still going to be there. Something A redeveloped trop? Because we know that it's not going to yes. be tropicant. So a redeveloped yes. trop. Yes. Yes. In the same rede- – okay, so he's going St. Pete. Because so I see I that. see the redeveloping as like a patch, right? Okay. As like a temporary fix. Because, yeah, you'll redevelop. But honestly, I'm here – I live in Orlando. I'm used to the traffic. I mean, Tampa, I'm pretty sure, has a ton of traffic. But, man, driving over there is really tough. You know, it's a tough drive yeah. because of the traffic. It's annoying. You get a headache. You know, we got glasses mm-hmm. and stuff. You know how it is. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you're out here driving, stop and go, stop and go. You can't even put cruise control on. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's tough. It's tough. But – when you think about it, I think they're just going to try to patch it for now because they're running out of time. It takes time to build a stadium. You know what I'm saying? That's why they're putting up the little signs in the playoffs. They're trying to make something happen, but it takes time to build, to build, right? I think if we win the World Series and somehow they come into agreement, you know, there's going to be a new a new mayor coming in, right? You guys were talking about that as well. You know, maybe things change. Maybe the negotiations get a little bit different. But with all this being said, I think that maybe if all these things go their way, you know, we win the World Series, you know, the trop is packed right now. Like fans are actually coming out. To the yeah. If this thing, if these things continue to happen, I can see a world where there'll, there'll be an agreement and there'll be a stadium in Tampa. Um, but honestly, you know, I don't know. I, I think I think it's I think they're going to try to patch it. They're going to try to extend the deadline a little bit more because it, it takes time. And, 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 and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. But honestly, if you start thinking about it, all we hear is rumors. We've been hearing rumors for years. Like, come on, there's nothing concrete. So honestly, we're running out of time. Yeah, uh, it takes time and effort and energy to build one stadium. Double that. Try to build two stadiums in yeah. the same amount of time frame. 
Not an easy yeah. thing to do. Uh, in two different bureaucracy, countries. Bureaucracy, red oh tape, uh, politicians involved. Yeah, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot. It is a lot. So we'll see what happens with that. All right. Let's end on hopefully a high note with Please. a little baseball trivia action. We're going to give Jesus the first shot here. Three strikes, three guesses. Well, if you keep guessing right, you you still have those three strikes at your disposal. But uh, Ulysses, the Rays set a record, another record Okay. over the weekend. Do you happen to know what that is? It involves bullpens and a certain statistic that, you know, can yes. get a player or two in the Hall of Fame, maybe. Mariano Rivera seemed to have a lot of those. Yes, yes. Okay. Now I know. Yes. All right. What am I talking about? You're talking about the fact that the Rays probably have a lot of guys getting at least one safe or more during the season. You would be correct. They set a MLB record, as far as I know, with 14 different players. <sighs> yeah. The crowd I'm hopping on that wagon. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 14 different players have saves for the Rays this season. Little hint here. Not all of those players are in a Rays uniform currently. Some are hurt. Some are wearing different uniforms. Some have been relegated to the minor leagues or might not even be playing baseball right now, as far as we know. My question, Jesus, and maybe eventually Ulysses, I need all 14 names. Okay. I need all... 14 names. Go ahead. Jesus, I'll let you start it off. All right. Diego Castillo. Yes. He is actually, yeah, the leader, the leaderboard. 14, no longer on the team, of course, but correct. Yes. Diego Castillo. Uh, Pete Fairbanks. Pete Fairbanks is correct. Uh, because, you know, he almost blew it the other day, but, you know, he has to be on there. Um, yeah, he's got five. Uh,. This guy, what's his name? Um, um, we said that a lot this season. Hand, hand, <laughs> hand. Is it a hand or something like that? Ah, his last name. It begins with an E. I'll help you out. E. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm skipping that. All right, I'm gonna. Have okay. to, I'm gonna have to give a strike one strike there. One, That's strike a strike one. one. Go ahead. Okay. Um, who else? Um. You've got Castillo and Fairbanks. Castillo, Fairbanks. Um, is the music playing? Because I can't hear it. Um, <laughs> we will have that. With, we'll uh, enter Chris it in. Chris, Chris Archer, Archer is incorrect. Hey, he played what, like six innings? At least one, right? To save it. Yeah. Almost um, 19. <laughs> he got paid 350 grand basically to per inning. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got one more, right? One more strike. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay, one more strike. Uh, let's go with um, this guy, Chagua, or whatever, however you say his name. JT Chagua. Oh, my gosh. Come on, Kev. He does not have a save with oh. the Rays. Strike three. <laughs> Ulysses, I'm on the Ulysses, you better pick up your boy. Okay. You got to. Let's see. I'm going to go with odd ones out first. Okay. Josh Fleming. Fleming is correct. He's got to say. Okay. Dietrich ends. Dietrich ends has two saves. Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson has a single save, and now he's on the Wow. Yeah, he hit the IL. Stiff back. Stiff back. Allegedly. JP Fireisen. JP Fireisen is correct. He has three saves. Jeffrey Springs. Jeffrey Springs on the 60 day IL. He has two saves. I'm praying for you, buddy. Chris Italian Mob Mazza. Chris Mazza on the 40 man roster has a save. Ooh. <laughs> You have, uh, with Jesus's help, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I need six more names, and I believe you have all your strikes remaining, too. Adam Conley. Adam Conley does not have a save. Strike one. Evan Phillips. Evan Phillips. That is the name I thought you would never guess in a trillion years. But Evan Phillips... Believe it or not, has a freaking save. Let's go. Yes. 
Let's go. Let's he got go. a cheat sheet. I see him. He got a cheat sheet. He got to. There we go. <laughs> guys, this guy's the Ray's whiz when it comes to Evan this. Phillips, actually the cousin of Brett Phillips. No, I just made that up. Okay. Um, Mr. The best story in baseball, Lewis Head. Lewis Head does not. Get that was out. The best save. That was the guy I was talking about. Hand, head, you know, body parts. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. part. Strike two. Head and hand, man. Wow. <laughs> wow, you really took the win out of myself with Lewis Head. Um, man. Um, you are. You guys are going to be so disappointed. Oh, God. I'm not giving any more. This yeah. is ridiculous. What is it? Who is it? No, you got. You wait, have wait, one more wait. strike on you, buddy. One more strike. Um. What's the guy from the the um, the Orioles? And he was so so not <laughs> okay. Uh, Chris with an H. Uh, Hess Hess David Hess David Hess is incorrect. Damn it! Oh my gosh! Patino. No. no. Okay. Okay. No. No more guesses. <laughs> no more guesses. I'm kind of disappointed in you both, quite frankly. You guys forgot to mention Andrew Kittredge. Oh, my God. He has seven saves. You guys also forgot to mention Colin McHugh. He has a save. Matt Whistler has a save. Oh, this is awful. Ryan Sheriff has a save. And the last guy that was not mentioned, Trevor Richards. Silver Silver Fox. Fox. Has a save. All right. That was a good question. That was a really good trivia question. That was an good excellent job. question. You really got me there, Kevin. You know, you really got yeah. me there. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think it was more the Rays that got us there than anything using Evan Phillips and Trevor Richards and Chris Mazza and Dietrich Enns to get saves. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with here. Yeah. Hey, Zeus. It's been a pleasure. Is there anything you would like to promote or mention or add or point out? Uh, I, I, I think I can speak for Ulysses that this has been a bundle of fun. Yes. In fact, I hope, Jesus, that next time, I don't know if you're involved in one of our fantasy baseball or football leagues because the winner of that will also be a guest on the show because we'll have to have you back on. If, if you want to say that the Rays win the World Series and they win it, and, and you're right, we, we might have to have you back on the show. You know, and, and before you answer, Jesus, I, I do want to say exactly that. And also, would you... You know, did you have a good time? Did, would you say, "Hey, this is a good time"? Would you become a listener? What, what, what do you think about the pod and all, and all that? Yes, I love the podcast. Honestly, you guys have great chemistry, um, and it's very entertaining. It's never boring. Um, honestly, it could be the slowest time in the off season. It could be, you know, nothing really going on, but there's always something to talk about. It's always entertaining. You know, and and for those out there, you know, if you got friends that are baseball fans, you know, friends, especially if they're race fans, I would definitely invite them, send them the link so, you know, they can listen uh, to the podcast wherever they listen to podcasts or, you know, watch it on YouTube as well. I'm a subscriber, mm-hmm. you know, so that's what I would say. And um, if there's one thing I would promote. Um, OK. Is. It's 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 the Trump, believe it or not, I would promote the Trump. I think that it's time for us to go to the games. You know, we've heard all these all these fans that are going from fur, further out. They're making the drive. And honestly, if you really are a big fan, you're going to go to the games. And even if you got to pay 20, 30 bucks for a ticket, you know, many of us, we spend 20, 30 bucks in, in, in you know, in, in a week on, on, on food for lunch or, you know, mm-hmm. coffee or, you know, the kids, happy meals, stuff like that. So honestly, I would promote the fans going out to the games, going out to the trop, you know, going out, supporting the team. Listen, we spent a year without baseball, like in the stadium, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time to go out there. You know, even if you got to pay a little bit more, it's time to go out there. Um, you know, it, it's a fun time. I went to my first race game ever, finally this year. And uh, it was, it, Josh Fleming was pitching. So it, it, eh, we didn't even <laughs> score a run. It was, it was bad. You remember that Ulysses? I was there. Yeah, it was against the, it was against the Houston Astros actually. Yeah. It was a yes, clunker. Against the, yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember I, we were trying to figure out how we we're going to bring trash cans, but I lost my voice, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, yelling cheaters, but um, you know, I, I would promote that. I think it's time for us to go out to the games. Listen, it's October, baby. October's here. It's time to go. Listen, I believe, I think that we can win it 
things have to go right. You know, baseball. I mean, look at the Cardinals. They might make it. They might make it to the World Series. If you look at it, when when it comes to baseball, it's about getting hot, all this stuff. But hey, you know, I think I think we have a higher chance to win it than not to. But I can't go all the way and say we're going to win it. I just can't. I, I don't feel it. There's something. Mm-hmm. There's something that's missing in the team. I don't know if it's Tyler Glass now. I don't know if it's because the pitchers are too young. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But maybe if the trap is full, we might be able to make it all the way, and we might be able to win it and finally bring, finally bring, a banner and bring that trophy to Tampa Bay. We gotta do it. We gotta do it for the team. Come on, it's the time. Listen, we don't make the World Series every year. That's you right. You know what I'm saying? If we if we make it there. You know, like we don't make the playoffs every year. You know, there's teams that never make it to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like we got to take advantage of this time as fans. Listen, I went through the darkest time as a Magic fan right now. And we're just seeing the light. We're seeing these young players, promising players. And like you don't want to go through that. You know what I'm saying? So we got to appreciate the moment. Make it out to the game. Bring your kids. Bring your mama. Bring your girlfriend. Bring your ex. You know, bring everybody. Go to the game. You know, and and, and who knows? Maybe you can get some – some $5 beers there as well. There you go. Yeah, I might have to go with that last one there. Bring your yeah, – I'm not going to finish that sentence. But he's <laughs> on the right track there. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Rays, your marketing's kind of trash, but I think you have a new hype man. You yeah, have a potential yes. hype man in Jesus. Please, front office. You've got a guy right here, right here. Boom, right yeah. there. you in got a guy right D. there. Send there you go. Email. Send there you go. email, please. <laughs> Send the email. I need to be on the promotions team. I promise you. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring some fans, and they might hey. be Puerto Rican, so we'll make a lot of noise. <laughs> Instead of putting a billboard about Montreal and and the Rays at the Trop, how about you put a billboard saying "Go to the game in Hillsborough County"? But that's another yes. episode. No, I, I'm not even kidding. I am not kidding. I am a hundred percent serious about this. The in-game fan host deal. Jesus would be perfect for that. Yeah, he would be. Going around with the microphone, microphone, talking to the folks here. Hey, check out the $5 Bud and Bud Light at the Budweiser. Like, he would be great at that. He would be great. He would be great. So, Brian, we got to get excited. We got to get excited. We got to get people excited. It's a fun time. It's a fun team. It's a fun place to go to. I don't care if people call it a warehouse. You know what? If it is a warehouse, it's the most loving, most fun, beautiful warehouse you'll ever go to. Mm-hmm. Yes, we Except gotta go the, out to the games. We gotta go out to the games. We gotta support our team. Listen, you, you there's gonna be a day where you're gonna regret not going to to that last game of the season. At that's home. right. You're gonna regret not going to a playoff game, or you're gonna regret this. Don't regret it. Make the move. We need to support this team. Listen, that's right. They need our help. They need our support. They didn't have it last year, and they made it to a game six. I promise you that if we have a ruckus crowd and we have crazy support. They can go all the way. I think they can, but I can't give you 100% on that. Brian Ald, Matt Silverman, Stu Sternberg, hire this man. Yes. Okay. You talk about one in to bring. I want to go right now. I'm about right to now. like end this let's episode and just drive to this right problem. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Very good stuff. Azus, it was a pleasure. Uh, we'll have to have you on again, of course. Definitely. Um, and, and I can I can be on every day. You know, you just just call me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just tell Intern McGee to send me a DM. I got you. I'll Intern McGee. Intern McGee. Get over here. All right. Uh, he's, he's, he's in the he's crapper getting, right he's now. He's getting coffee. Yeah. That's unfortunate. He might be doing both, actually. There you go. All right. Uh, thanks again for making the Locked on Rays podcast your first listen every day. And we will be back tomorrow. In the meantime, check out the Locked on Bets podcast. Have a good one, everybody.